the Stanley Cup playoffs. The first step of the most arduous trek to a championship. The beginning of hockey's postseason is a chance to write a new version of history. For some, it is the beginning of the journey to a legacy, one that will define a player, a coach, a team, a city. For the Colorado Avalanche, that recent legacy has been defined by failure. Failure is hockey's greatest teacher, and the Avs have been one of its most loyal students the last two years. From those failures was born this year's Avalanche team, a battle-tested group on a mission. Gone were the platitudes about learning from youthful mistakes, the moral victories which all previous champions must first accumulate before they are truly prepared to climb sport's tallest mountain. From the outset, it has been a club with a singular focus, the Stanley Cup. This regular season, the most unusual of seasons, has given Avalanche fans plenty of memorable moments already. The dynamic talents on hand have at times caused jaws to drop, heads to shake, and even the greatest of opponents to simply say, Oh boy. But most of all, this season has been a vehicle of hope. Hope that this team is different. Hope that the scars of the past will not be reopened. Hope that the Colorado Avalanche are finally ready to return to glory. And after 22 years, Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Be sure to use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account over with them. I'm your host, Rudo. Joined by Blaze Hunter and Evan Rowell, AJ Haefeli will be here shortly. Avs are officially undefeated in the 2021 playoffs, oh gentlemen. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this was a hockey game that was close on the scoreboard for two periods. Not so close on the underlings, ever. Um, I... We'll get into some nitpicks in a minute. Let's start with some positives. Avs dominated the Blues tonight. Not named Jordan Bennington. This game wasn't close. Yeah, let's let's be honest here. Without Bennington in net there, that game is not even close. I mean, he made some unreal stops on some great chances by the Avalanche. And, you know, you got to give it to him. He, he played a great what? game. Maybe at the end there, maybe... Just skate off the ice, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your goalie makes 46 saves, and you still get beat down. What? Like, How many how many losses in the history of the playoffs have a goaltender posting, what, a 9-3-8, was it? 9-3-8. And he lost? Yeah. Unreal. What? I mean, that's insane by itself. I agree with Blaze. Blues, um... We're not the the graciousest of losers no. at the end of that hockey game. Well, it's old school hockey. I mean, they're a big hockey team, right? They want to send the message. They want to be physical. I think uh, Landis Cog might have answered that call right off the bat, oh, though. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, uh, let's, let's start with the beginning of that play. Shen goes knee on knee with Miko. It didn't look particularly intentional on a couple no. of rewatches. No, it looked worse live. Yeah, and it yeah. did. You saw the replay, and it was just like, okay, well, well, he, it, he didn't extend the knee or anything. It was just Nikolai. Yeah. Miko was in kind of a obviously he's falling down like he has as he usually is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I had no problem problem with Landy going after it, and because the Avs were not playing particularly well to start the game, so that's a captain 
kind of reading the room and saying, okay, I can do something here to hype up my team here a little bit. And, For sure. And the fans, because he beat the crap out of them. I mean, yeah. what? <laughs> well, I think he took... I mean, I think he broke his nose during that fight. It looks like Shin got one good little blow on him, and I think it knocked his nose. Like, if you looked on later in the game, they had a close-up on him. His nose wasn't doing good. Yeah. I, I can't keep track of which way his nose is going these <laughs> days. It's, I mean, so, knowing Landy, a broken nose will just make him hotter, right? So, somehow somehow yeah. that will happen. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's just the gift of the gods there. Uh, kind of a weird fight. Like, Shen had to pull a swim move on the ref to even allow the fight to happen, but uh, yeah, they got there eventually, yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, the refs were uh, in a, quite a bit of plays tonight, I would say. Well, yeah, the Blues just kept hitting the linesman. Yeah, the like, puck yeah. was like, they were all, using them I as mean, a pinball. They're in the same spot they usually are always in, so yep. like, you should figure that out. <laughs> and it happened many times throughout the night, but yeah, this. I don't know. That was. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say. Just, <laughs> yeah, it was. I think the shots were four nothing Blues at one point, and then it was eighteen to five. Yeah, halves. The yeah. Avs, they shot them eighteen to one after the first four shots. So, uh, when the Avs turned it on, look outside of one significant mistake in the second period, you can't feel good about the way this game went for the St. Louis Blues. I mean, you're you're happy with Bennington, and that's about the end of the line. Um, with the Avs, you're happy with a lot. Boy, would you like that much more out of Miko Rantanen, though. Oh, man. He was a little bit snake bit tonight. I'll, I'll put it that way. I mean, didn't look like he was uh, too heavy on being on top of his skates either. He was snake bit. Um, still had two assists. Yeah. The, I think what you want, obviously, a little bit more out of is that second line, if anything. But True. If that's wanting a little bit more out of Miko Ran, then I think the Avs are fine. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is, is, is McKinnon healthy? I don't think so. He started off very I'd, slow tonight. Like, look, McKinnon scored two goals, if you include the empty netter, and had an assist tonight. But he was not particularly good in the first two periods yeah. of this hockey game. Yeah. Like, he was kind of just floating around and <laughs> not accomplishing much. And then, you know, he's an MVP caliber player, so he gets the job done in the third period. But as uh, we have the man, the myth, Set the legend, changed. he's going 90. <laughs> what the fuck is up, Denny? Pretty sure he went 95 down Colfax at this Bro, point. Bro, it took me forever to get here. Yeah? I got all the way, I got halfway, so you know how we have to go to the press. I got halfway down the first, on the first floor, realized I forgot my hoodie. Oh, <laughs> no. All the way back up. I was out of there because they scored the empty net goal, and I just like. Dipped out. Yeah. Like chomped everything closed and was like, let's go. <laughs> oh, so you missed the ending, man. No, I saw the very end. Oh, okay. Went yeah, back for his hoodie. I got all the way. I got back up to the press box <laughs> as Landy was doing his three-star interview, and then I had to come all the way back down. And by that point, there were a thousand people everywhere, and I was like, "Oh, can all you people get out of my way?" Yeah, it's a little different now. There's humans at the game <laughs> in the crowd. I, I tweeted about it, but there's no there's no way that's 7,700 people or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it looks way fuller than that, and it sounds full. <laughs> awesome. Let's go. The players got to love that, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was feeding off the energy. I thought I was like, oh, my God, is this is this a contact high? Like, <laughs> this adrenaline is crazy. 
So anyway, yeah. what's up, dudes? Being being in a rink with even just forty whatever there was before this. Yeah. Going from zero to that is it was very <laughs> noticeable, and I imagine it's going to be even more noticeable now. Oh yeah. When they came out for warm-ups, I was like, uh, this is very loud. <laughs> Did you all see uh, Start Carolina's fresh for game? the playoffs, fam. All right, <laughs> chill. Yeah, the chat's freaking out. I shaved, too. I didn't. I didn't either. <laughs> I, just, I just skipped it. Slackers. <laughs> you know what? I wrote, I wrote like a 2,600-word preview. <laughs> that took me like five hours worth of statistical research to do. So I was like, all right, I'm not, I'm not doing that, too. AJ, right. you just sat down. Last 30 seconds of the first period. Miko, worst miss or worstest miss? Uh, the I've, still, I've still not seen a replay. I've only seen it live. <laughs> okay. I, and and from, you, you know, from our angle, you can't see shit from way back okay. there. We're on, the, we're on the other side of the room. So I still haven't seen how bad it is. I imagine I, in my brain it looks a lot like what Tuck did in Vegas. Pretty much yeah. exactly yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Great. Yeah. Then, I think he was a little closer than Tuck was. Real bad. <laughs> <laughs> real, real bad. What were your thoughts on Miko tonight? They need more. Um, yeah. I'm bad. I mean, look. They need to smooth out the rough edges. He he like, yeah. he ran into the greatest save of the playoffs this year. Yeah. Like uh, Bennington with the the Philip Grubauer esque left pad lift. To deny a sure goal from Miko in the second period. Yeah. But. Great. That's a, that's a, one, that's a sick save. Two, he probably doesn't get a chance to even make that if save. If it's on the forehand, if, yeah. If, I mean, if Kadri just puts a pass that's not in his skates. Yeah. yeah. Like, just a basic, I mean, boy, <laughs> the, the problems that Kadri had with the puck specifically tonight. A little overwhelming. So. Yeah, you'll hear no argument here. I don't know how far into the into the show you guys are. Not but far at all. <laughs> can I can I just say that the Shen family is like a really great hockey family, <laughs> and I'm really really proud that they have a new patriarch, because <laughs> because Landeskog just added a whole bunch of kids to his family. <laughs> <laughs> he is. They, 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 that whole family is now required to call him daddy. Oh my goodness! That, that was that was such an embarrassing. Attempted a fight by Braden Shen, who does sneaky, dirty shit all the time. And then you saw it later in the game. He like he was like, oh, that's JT Comfort. I'm going to go mess with that guy. <laughs> and then during play, goes after Landeskog. <laughs> but, like, had his chance. Like, yep. bro, that guy dropped the gloves with you. You had your chance. And you turtled. <laughs> you got punched a bunch of times and then said, this sucks. I'm going to dive into his legs. <laughs> he did get one good shot on Landy, but otherwise Landy controlled that fight. He took a run at Landy late in that game. Yeah. yeah. Like and Landy just ducked. <laughs> He's like, I know this guy's going high. I'm going low. <laughs> and I think Shen went flying. But, yeah, it's the end of the game was the least. Of the, the Blues kind of gave up trying to play hockey. Like, Anyone who watched the last five minutes of that game without knowing the score would have been like, okay, well, the Avs are trying to come back to score here. and Yeah, I tweeted out five minutes to go, and I thought that's about the time St. Louis will start to make their big push. I looked back up. The next stoppage of play was at, like, 132 when they had the, uh, they had the icing and they pulled Bennington. And I was like, well, they got no shots on goal in that time, <laughs> and the Avs had three scoring chances. 
Yep. So I think this one's probably done. <laughs> and then when they got set up with the extra man, they didn't do anything with it. Oh, yeah. Landy taking the puck off Shen stick at the end. And then the diving play just adds more to it. That wow. that was a... I don't know. That That's the... Like, Lady goes quiet every once in a while, and people are like, he's overrated. But you see a game like tonight, and it's like, this is why there are 31 other NHL teams out there who are like, please screw up your free agent negotiations <laughs> with this guy and give us a shot at him. There are 31 teams that would, that would straight choke a bitch to try and get that guy. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So... The Blues might start with Braden Shen. <laughs> he's number he's number one bitch in that organization. Uh, they have to be embarrassed by what he did. So, uh, would you say that uh, when Landy fought Shen, that it's, um, uh. it was a whole new balls game? <laughs> <laughs> Manscaped.com. You can now get the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. Look at this. I can shave live. On the show right now. <laughs> Not bad. I'm saying it works anywhere. On the go. Do you know where that thing's been? Yeah. Okay. On my balls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can really shave anywhere with this thing. I know we always have the meme on the show of like trim your balls and, and such, but it works on your beard. It works on your chest. It works all over your body. It can take care of any hair that you want to be away from yourself. Get it, get it now. I don't know. Take care of it. Manscaped, you get 20% off when you use code DNVR. You get the whole perfect package. 4.0 now, I suppose. You can get a bunch of awesome stuff, including this lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. So, yeah, jump on over there. Go get it. It's great stuff. I can't recommend it enough. I legitimately, like, you want to know how I shave for the playoffs? I use this. It's that easy. Like, you just, it takes 30 seconds no more, like, having to take eight years of shaving with a straight razor to, like, shave my entire beard. Which, P.S., don't recommend. Don't do that if you have a full beard. I don't recommend it. Uh, Manscaped will take care of you. So jump on it. Get to Manscaped.com. Help support our partners because that's supporting us. Also brought to you by Breckenridge Brewing, the official beer of DNVR. Eight different kinds on tap. I got a DNVR uh, Breckenridge Avalanche right here. Highly recommend my favorite beer personally, because I'm a simple man and it's I like simple beer. beers. It's a good classic beer that's yep. kept them in, in business for like 30 years. <laughs> Straight up, it's that it's like it's that good of a beer. If you like something fancy, you can go with the Hot Peak IPA. You can get the Strawberry Sky. They got something for everybody. Honestly, really great stuff. Use the Breck Beer Locator online to find it in a local liquor store near you. Also, I've seen a thousand of you like our hype video. All right, we hit 1K likes. I know all y'all ain't a member here at DNVR. I know some of you ain't signed up. So now's the time. Go get your annual membership. Check out the awesome content. Like I said, AJ did an amazing preview of the playoffs earlier today, or last night, I suppose. But it was thorough. It was, it was good. <laughs> read it. If you're a member and you haven't read it, what are you doing? Go read it right now. If you're um, not a member, what are you doing? Become a member. <laughs> I, would just, I would just like to say, one game into that preview... Feeling good about it. <laughs> Feeling good about it. Given that my X Factors were Devon Taves, Robert Thomas, and Jordan Cairo. <laughs> and I highlighted the McKinnon O'Reilly matchup and Not said bad. that Bennington had been really good and that if he is that way, he will keep them in the series. Yeah. 
So, he was their best player. So one game in, I'm like, oh, here we go. All right, let's do this. Is this next. like, is this like a cup of ranch? <laughs> cup of sauce. <laughs> what are we, Rockies fans? Oh. Oh, well, I didn't know what you were trying to do here. Do is you have a shot? Apple juice? Yes, I do. It's very good. What is this? I see. I don't know what it is. What is it? Yeah. It's teriyaki sauce. It's mystery, <laughs> it's mystery shot. It is the winner shot that was given at the DMVR bar. What does that mean? It is like a sex on the beach. That's what I was calling I don't know what that is, but all right. All right, well, let's do it. Dr. Debs is officially <laughs> in the playoffs. Oh, 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 she wants. Allie's got to get in on it. All right. Hang on. Podcast mom has got to get set up. That's right. There we go. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers chat. Let's go. That. Tink, tink. <laughs> That's like sunscreen. Right. Well, that was delicious. What? Sunscreen? <laughs> that is not like sunscreen. First, first of all, why do you know what sunscreen tastes like? Second of all, I was a weird child. <laughs> that, that I believe. I think you guys just don't like any sort of alcohol. I thought you that was think delicious. That tastes bad. Yes. Yeah. I'm no, happy. that was fine. I have no problem. Can with I? That. Can I get more of that? Can I didn't just say <laughs> that sunscreen tasted bad. I just said it tasted like. Sunscreen. That's oh my god. <laughs> that's so much. That's so much better than Listerine that what? we normally drink. Uh, I don't oh, know. If get I out of here with that. Yeah. Get out of here with that. I mean, that's more fun to drink because there's like purpose behind it. True. But that was delicious. <laughs> um, Real quick. So I, I see a few people talking about uh, the stream having issues. I just asked people downstairs. Their stream's okay. Over on my end, it looks okay. So definitely write in the chat if something goes wrong or doesn't look good and I'll try and look mm -hmm. into it. But I think we're good now. And we have a lot of super chats. Yeah, let's get to some super chats here to start period two. Super chat. Okay. Oh, um, holy. That is wow. a lot of super chats. All of a sudden, the you. chat is bright blue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Hold on. I got to make it fit the screen. I can't read that. It's a, okay. Cody says, I'm uncomfortable with Evan sitting on the couch. Can he sit on the floor? <laughs> it's a chair. It's not a couch. It's <laughs> true. True. It's very true. Chris said, uh, nothing but Dr. Dubs in the house tonight. Yeah. Let's go, doctor. Vaguely Sober said, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> um, Joseph said, hit that like button for win one out of 16. Do that. Yep. Like, subscribe. YouTube is cool. Do it all. Um, someone, Tyler Let's said, see. take a shot yeah. every time Miko breaks his stick. <laughs> I, I don't have the liver for that. Um, Trevor said, this is strictly for the pod intro today. Played it again before the game started, and we'll play it 15 more times. Yeah, we'll probably play it a yeah. lot more, too. Shout yeah. out shout out, Aaron, our yes. our editor. The dude is incredible. Yeah. He made that so cool. Yes. That was a great video. Someone asked, uh, did we hire someone new? We hired Aaron back in March, um, but he's been working on a few other projects. Like He's done some of the series breakdowns that uh, AJ and Rudo have done. He but did all of our trade deadline He videos. also did the Rockies video, which was awesome. Yeah, so we're oh, having man, him work on a few so more good. things. Yeah. That countdown was also Aaron. He's been kicking ass. Um, okay. Uh, Keegan said, one down, 15 to go. Going to watch the Stanley Cup video you guys made 100 more times. Yes, let's go. Anime as leaders said, what the F is up, Denny's? <laughs> <laughs> um, Woken Click. Said y'all seriously leveled up your production game with that intro, the new post game graphics, and this hype video. Nice work. 
Thank sure. you. Yep. Um, Josh said, pledging $10 for every playoff win. Let's go, Avs. Let's Thank go. Thank you. Yeah. Very generous. Sasha said, one down. Uh, Jnet23 said, was at game 82. This game reminded me of that suck it O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> this was... And then we've more dominant. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob said, "What was the speed on that Mac empty net goal? It was oh. a rocket. That was aggressive. He scored on that the empty was net. That was an empty net abs goal. <laughs> yep. Nice. Very rare. It <laughs> <laughs> talking about one for They're one. One for one in the playoffs. It's true. <laughs> one for one, bro. Oro said, "More victory shots. Mm. I, I can get them another one. Oh, um, boy. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> He donated 15, too. That's like a real donation. Yeah. Chris said that reverse hit by McKinnon on... T uh, how do I say his name? Tarasenko. Tarasenko. Hilarious. Just like Forsberg would do back the in the one behind day. the net? That wasn't yeah. even Where like a reverse like, hit. He was just like, forget yeah, the puck. I'm yeah. murdering yeah. this man. <laughs> Where he had like gone all the way up the ice around and then like dipped around the net and then got the puck back. And Tarasenko was like, I'm going to get it. And then... McKinnon was like, yes, you are. It's not what you thought was going to happen, but yes, you're going to get what? it. What was and Tarasenko was like, oh, yeah, this is why I faked a shoulder injury for two years. That's what I was going to say. Like, what was he hurt with? Because he did not look like he was feeling good after that hit. Ta Vladimir Tarasenko had a breakaway in this hockey game, and it was the least dangerous thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Um, Someone, I don't even want to like, bring up your shot. chat. Yeah, yeah, just total whiff. What are, why are we not putting the crown on Rudo's area for these athletes? <laughs> because we're not doing that ever. And then last super chat for now, like, real because quick. Because we're not doing that ever is a good answer. <laughs> Ryan O'Reilly looks like he's having a lot of fun. Well, you know, you can't have your love for the game all the time. Yeah. It comes and goes. Uh, I do want to get into the actual goals here, though. We haven't even gotten to the first one. Uh, Kale McCarr. Snipes one on the power play. The Avs win the special teams battle tonight. That was the key I think AJ touched on a little bit when we were talking about this series. Watching Kale McCarr's fun. I don't I don't oh know how God. else to put it. The that little move that the little shimmy that he yeah. made where he was gonna go back to McKinnon. I don't know which forward it was, but that Bozak. dude it do he bit. Hard. <laughs> he got O'Reilly again later and then hit was, Landy with Was that the shell. one where he totally undressed the guy, but then he cut back into it after he had already undressed uh, him? Yeah, that was later. That was, was that later? Okay. Yeah, the first goal he he gets him he gets him to he commit gets him to commit to McKinnon, and then just steps into that space yeah. and was like. Thanks, Later, dude. nerd. Fire away. Don't uh, don't don't mind if I do make you look bad on this. Yeah. And Bennington didn't Bennington didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. Never. you could tell on his reaction that he was like, "I'm taking up space. <laughs> oh, it's by me." And that was a shot across the goal too. Yeah, that was a great shot. Yeah, it was a great it was a great shot. Yeah. Uh, keep on rolling here. The Avs end up giving up a goal to Cairo in the second. Starts starts with a nice play, uh, boy Bortuzzo on the boards to get to move it up, and then Thomas Thomas intercepts it. Yep. And then the controversy: Does Jordan Cairo hold Nazem Kadri or not? Oh, he a hundred percent held him. Was it penalty worthy of holding? Because I thought the answer was no. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was soft. What? Yeah, it's. It's one of those things like where if they didn't score, you'd probably be like, oh, whatever. I mean, that's the does Kadri get back if he's not upset about about the no call? 
He said he tried to sell it a little bit. I mean, I think he got like he got held. Yeah. But to what extent, you know? And this is why we talk about Kadri's reputation, is because it's he's anything just, borderline. He's, he's not getting. He's yeah. a little dramatic at times. For sure. <laughs> no, no argument. And I think this. I think it really hurt him. I think it hurt him on that one. So wait, is Kadri getting a game suspension for the hold? <laughs> I just, I dude. The bigger problem is that play started with Kadri having the puck and trying to toe drag around somebody, yeah. and he got the puck taken off his stick, and that's what led to the odd rush the other way. Well, and his issues were pretty thorough throughout. You know, they had a four on two, four on three, and he had the puck the entire time, and it and that rush ended with him shooting. He no pass attempt, no. Anything like he was just like, great, you guys opened up shooting lanes for me. Thanks, fellas. <laughs> you know, like he's. It, it was the same kind of thing that we saw at the end of the year when he was playing like shit, very selfish, very ineffective. Not at all like what we saw in the last handful of games, where he started to look like himself. You know, he started to. He was playing with great energy. Uh, he was. He was really contributing a lot in those last couple of games, and then postseason started and it was like oh april cadre's back and he was terrible i mean that kairu goal i do my one the one thing that really stood out to me about that goal the only guy that was excited about it was jordan kairu like you watch that celebration and he's like amped up he's like let's go (laughs) and all of his teammates like huddled around him and are like good job good job (laughs) way to go bud I mean, and it was like, what is this? Shots this... were shots were what thirty to twelve at that point. Yeah, there's even more reason for them to be amped up. Like yeah. you don't belong in this game, and now you're tied. And the only guy who seemed to appreciate that was Kyrie. Like I just thought, I'm not like the world's biggest like body language expert or anything. It's not usually something I I buy too heavily into, but I thought it was kind of telling that they just weren't in it weren't they feeling just, it they weren't that into it they were just, okay i mean let let's be honest they were never that into it if your name isn't jordan Benning, jordan binnington yeah the blues were never that into this game yeah grubauer made one great save in those first four shots on goal yep uh, and that was, was it uh, yeah that was really the end of that push so avs uh despite not getting a goal in the second period which is generally their strongest period Look, they come out in the third period and they immediately get one from Nathan McKinnon, which McKinnon finished it. Evan pointed it out live. Ridiculously hard work from Landis Cog yeah. to do all the work along the boards and into the corner on that yeah. play. And then Miko does Miko stuff behind the net. Evan actually pointed it out before it happened. It was, yeah. a, little, it was a little like, creepy. As Miko was passing to McKinnon, Evan's like, look at Landy do all that work. Yeah, yeah, he's well, like, no, there's a goal coming and then all of a sudden in they the scored. D zone because yeah. he broke up the play in the defensive zone and broke it out to Randon and then that's what he does on that line. Like yeah. he just makes the plays smart plays defensively and then it's just little little plays there like he's holding off Pareko who is a much bigger man than him and then Shen tries to come in and he says, "Okay, I'm just going to cycle it." So he draws guys to him and then there was four blues players there, but nobody was actually covering anyone. So yeah. you know the one guy you want to cover in the slot is Nathan McKinnon. True. <laughs> no argument there in that. It's, that it's interesting because you would uh, you would think 
like the Blues score their one goal in transition, and the Avs get the game winner off of a cycle that starts in the D zone. In the D zone, like <laughs> identity wise, you would flip those. Very reverse yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, and I think that Colorado's ability to do that—that's what makes them so dangerous. They, you know, two years ago against Nashville, it was they're going to score in transition only. You know, they didn't have the guys to cycle you to death. They didn't have the guys to wear you down. And tonight, that's where most of their offense was generated. They had rush chances, but they they cycled the St. Louis Blues to pieces. Yeah. Uh, I don't... <laughs> Look, I'm trying to, to pull negatives out of this game for the Avs, and... They there aren't far and few. There they are few and far between. Miko, you want more out of sure, but he still ended up the night with two assists. <laughs> yeah, uh, it and the only one that I can consistently think of that was butt clench territory for the DNVR bar <laughs> was the Nemeth Graves pairing. Yeah, yeah, and when those guys were out there separately with it other players, it was fine. It was fine. They yeah. were both fine. Yeah. it was when they were out there together where you're like, oh Jesus. Mm. Yeah, it was it was a frustration, and I would say Timmons was he wasn't near at that territory, but he had a couple like right before Graves took the tripping penalty, he turned it over. And then he had one pass up the middle too, but you know the top three was so good that they kind of worked past that. But it's really like you said, those two separate are fine, but when they're together, somebody has to play the puck. Yeah, like, yeah. And they're a great example of why teams have shitty third pairings <laughs> because they these are the guys they can find. They can find big, tall dudes with limited puck skills. Right before Graves, uh, right before his play where he yeah. gave it up and came back to make the saves play, a goal. Yeah. Evan gives him just like the most ridiculous D to D pass. It's just like a launched backhand pass that's just like bouncing towards him. It's just like. There was, lot, there was a lot. There was a lot of wounds. Here. Yeah, there was a lot of just shooting the puck up the boards in the defensive zone like, from their pairing. You know, they like, had a. Uh, uh, they actually were on the. They were on the ice together, late in the third. The icing that pulled Bennington, and both of them did exactly what they were supposed to. And it was Comfer who was one step inside the uh, the, the red line yeah. at center ice, with the, with, who had the tip, yeah. and then and that was the ice, and it was like, bro, take the extra step, get to the center line, because it started. Nimeth reversed it all the way to Graves. Graves got it up and out. Everything was clean, and then JT tips it, and he's too he's too far inside that. I was like, dude, you guys finally got a clean exit out of that pairing. And you iced it and gave them a free goaltender, Paul. I was, I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I will say I did like Nemeth was playing physical. That's obviously why they brought him in here. He was at least in front of the net. He was getting, he was, he was giving the Ryan O'Reilly the business. Yeah, the Ryan O'Reilly's got he's he's got like a Patrick Nemeth tattoo in the middle of his back at this point. <laughs> I mean, I don't. You never want to read too much off of the regular season, right? But. Six out of eight games, Ryan O'Reilly held scoreless. He does nothing tonight. Yeah. Took a penalty that I don't think was on him. <laughs> oh, yeah, it didn't matter. Yeah, the Avs take advantage, I mean. Yeah. I mean, you wonder what's different if he's out there and, you know. For sure. If Kyle, if Kyle Clifford was in the box like he should have been. 
But, I mean, they both had a stick in there, so it was like, whatever. I wasn't... They had, we had one replay that they showed up in the in the press box where it, was, it pretty clearly looked like Clifford's <laughs> stick that got it. But I was like, I was like, whatever. Pick the high-profile guy. That's fine. It worked out. To everyone who's asking uh, the producer to do but things. But uh... I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that, on their, on their PK, it was really interesting to watch Nemeth just shadow Mike Hoffman. Yep. Like, Hoffman would he he picked up on it. He sees Nemeth is, is doing this because they pass it over to him, and he tries to one time it and Nemeth blocks it and Nemeth is like in his kitchen, and he blocks it and okay they retrieve it, they pass it back over to him and Nemeth is like right there again, and so Hoffman started drifting backwards trying to draw Nemeth out and like he's got like the invisible line in the sand where he's he not cross. he's like okay I'm not going I'm not going that far out but I'm very clearly like <laughs> you know like it, it was very obvious that they were like their whole power play is built around Mike Hoffman one timer with no David Perron without that dude out there they're like Mike Hoffman one timer baby let's do this and Nemeth Nemeth was just shadowing him. That was it. And I was like, this is going to be interesting. They play their hand. Game one. They play the tactical hand. Okay, Nemeth, Nemeth is going to kind of spy on Mike Hoffman. All right. How do they adjust in game two? You know, they'll probably get more than a power play or two. I mean, at some point, yeah. we're going to have a 10 power play game. Like, it's coming, right? So, it's... It's going to be really interesting tactically to see what the Blues try and do to either move Hoffman around or just play into it and be like, okay, well, we'll take our chances. I love the idea of Nate Patrick Nemeth as a spy. He's like the least stealthy spy. Just a six foot five guy who doesn't move very well. Yeah, well, I mean, as a big James Bond fan, you'll probably yeah. take that differently. He's no Connery. So. Before we go to our second period break here, my question is for St. Louis. You're not going to get any better than that out of Jordan Biddington. Yeah. What What is your hope for the future of this series if you're St. Louis? You don't give up 50 shots on goal. <laughs> you get Vince Dunn and David Perron back for game four or something, and you hope that you're not down 3 nothing at that point. <laughs> I mean, re realistically, it's I, I think the, the hope is that St. Louis – gets a little bit more of their style of game somewhere in there. I think the problem is is that Colorado just did whatever the whatever they wanted tonight. Well, they definitely They're, run and gunned them all night. Yeah, I, I mean, they wanted to play a heavy game. They wanted to bully Colorado. And Landeskog <laughs> took the first opportunity to send the message of, like, that's not happening in yeah. the series. Yeah, for everyone that said that Colorado was soft, that just showed him up right there. Yeah, well, I mean, he beats, he tries to beat the stupid out of Braden Shen. Yeah. Which, as we saw <laughs> later in the game, it didn't work. We need a few more beatings there, Landy. <laughs> gotta, 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 gotta try that one again. Yeah. But uh, they, they really just were not getting pushed around at all. They weren't taking any guff. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they showed on TV at the end of the game with the scrum in front of the net. Most of it, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, they like not not to sound like the little brother that I am, but they started it. And Grubauer, Grubauer was like, "I got this." 
And I don't actually, I don't even have any idea which abs player was there with him that was Mammoth. like, okay. Because he was like, Groovy, get out of here. Groovy, get out of here. <laughs> and Groovy was like, no, no. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jam my blocker up this guy's ass. Like, I'm over this. They've been, they've been in my crease all night, and now the buzzer has sounded, and I'm, I'm, there are no consequences to this. And they just didn't take any shit. Yep. There's, like, a huge melee going on in the corner, and they just didn't take any... There was no taking of shit from St. Louis tonight. The Blues, I feel like they did try to come out, and they did... They kind of dictated the first, I would say, five, seven minutes or so. But the rest of the game, the Avs just were like, okay, well, this isn't how we're going to... This isn't how we play. We're just going to play our way. And even when the Blues were trying to jam it down their throats, they're like, we're not going to fall for this. Like, this is how we play. Like, the the third goal, which we haven't even gotten to, it's Taves leading the rush. They have a one-goal lead, and he dumps it in, and he's just chasing it. Like, that's just how they're going to play. I don't I mean, know if teams just are not ready for this, that teams like the Avs are just never going to stop pushing. I I say this with the knowledge that 100% of the Blues players and probably like their equipment manager could beat the shit out of me. The Blues are kind of playing like bitches tonight. <laughs> yeah. Especially at the end of the game. Like, it's it, to AJ's point, it's a lot like the little brother that, like, tries to fight the big bro then can't do anything about it yeah. like but that's also their mo right like the blues are supposed to be that heavy hitting like take them into the corners beat the living shit out of the other team and they couldn't oppose that tonight the abs yeah, they can't play the abs style yeah and that's what i mean is like they were trying to put their will on the abs and the abs are like you said they just weren't having it they played their game and that's that's going to happen all series. Yeah. Yeah. I, You're going to run you know, them out of the building. The, this game this game actually reminded me a little bit of National Colorado game one three In years ago. In some ways, yeah. Because it was like one team, really high expectations, great regular season. The other team sort of slips into the postseason at the end, you know. And then, and then it, it's like it's a one-sided affair, but the scoreboard is close. And then the other team just pulls away in the third period. <laughs> like, it, it was funny that Colorado won periods one and three. And St. Louis won the second period. Won the second period. Yeah. Because it's usually, like, where St. Louis was good. They were really good in firsts. And they were really good in thirds. When they were, when they were you know, on in, like, their good, good period of the season. Where they went 11-7 and 3. <laughs> I was gonna get. I was gonna do the look at me. I'm the captain now. To everyone asking for Allie. Allie, you put on some muscle over there. <laughs> <laughs> we can take our second period break there, as we are brought to you by StravaCraft Coffee, the CBD infused coffee that can help with migraines, aches and pains, IBS, joint pain, all sorts of stuff. It is awesome. Highly recommend it. You can get it cold brew down here at the DNVR bar. Or get 25% off when you use code DNVR25 at checkout online. Check them out today. They're super awesome. We love them over here. Also brought to you by the Hassle Cattle Company. Had their Wagyu beef burger down at the bar tonight. It was absolutely delicious. Unlike some people on this pod, I love pickles on it. 
can't recommend it enough, but their burger is awesome <laughs> if you haven't had it yet. Their Wagyu burgers, just mwah, I can't recommend it enough. You can get it online at HassleCattleCompany.com. Get 10% off when you use code DNVR. And if you want to get all your friends together, everybody get a little bit of beef. You can get free shipping for a $200 or more order. So, look, I like meat. I don't know what else to tell y'all. And Hassle <laughs> makes really good meat. So... Jump on over there, get yourself some beef. <laughs> also brought to you beautiful people by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. They're doing the hammer the over promotion. They're bringing it back for the NBA playoffs for a featured game. They will be doing the hammer the over, and it is giving away free money. It starts out with the standard over. For every 1,500 people who take the over, they lower the over by a point. Last time they did this, the over hit zero. <laughs> so, literally, if the game gets played, you have reached the over. Congratulations. You've won money. Jump on it right now. It's I, DNVR does this at least, like, once a month with us, and I don't know how to sell it more than they've already made it because they're literally giving you free money. Yeah. Like, I, I can't explain it beyond that. They just want to give you some money. So go over there. Sign up today with code DNVR to get the Hammer the Over boost with DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. Max bet $25. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. I want to give a shout-out to this uh, Paul Kelly here in the comments. He's, like, just discovering DNVR tonight. He's like, there's a DNVR (laughs) bar? Who are these guys? Hi, Paul. (laughs) What are their names? So, uh, Paul, welcome to the family. Now that you're here, you you can't leave. It's like Hotel California. (laughs) That's the rules. Uh, the DNVR bar was popping tonight for yeah. the game. Third period was pretty tight. It was the only, awesome. The only time you're allowed to leave is when we ascend as one. Oh. <laughs> After you drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm sticking with Return to Glory. Sorry, Good fam. Lord. Uh, <laughs> no, it was like to... plastered all over the arena, and I was like, this is so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> <laughs> You, know, you on Hail Bop yet? Or yeah, what? right. <laughs> Giant cold farm. Where are the beds in the arena? This is so weird. <laughs> Thank you very much for the super chats. I saw a couple in there during the second period. Uh, let's get into the third period here uh, of both the podcast and the game. Wow, that's that's giant. That's I don't like, know why it's so big. It's all over the screen. Wow. I'm not qualified for this job. Someone help me. Our kid needs an adult. <laughs> Where did Allie go? Uh, Victor getting his airtime there. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, Victor, here you go. Here's your giant. <laughs> Uh, third goal for the avalanche in this hockey game gabe landeskog good tip great great tip he's the he's the guy that that drops a 40 percent tip on the bar at the bar Uh, true to take care of the bartender slash waitress yeah elite tip elite tip you love to see it he's got two kids so he's got a great tip (laughs) You would know, Blaze? I mean, I got four, so. (laughs) Where does that put your tip? Never mind. I don't want to know. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Uh, The Avs, it it felt like there was a breakthrough in the third period, right? They had been playing great offensively through the first two periods. And look, it's 1-1 after two. This game could have easily gone either way. You could have seen a lapse from the Avs and, and things go downhill. 
But instead, they yeah. kept it up, and the puck Short. went in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, they they came out in the third, and I mean, they just set the tone look, right I, away. The vibe of the second intermission was not super confident at the bar. No. I'll tell you that. No, no, no. <laughs> Nervous energy is how I would put it down there. Yeah. I don't know. I felt pretty good. I felt like everybody was freaking out about how poorly they were playing, and it was like they weren't playing poorly. That's for sure. Yeah. Guys, if they were on the other side of this, you'd really be freaking out. <laughs> I wouldn't say poorly. I I think it was you're going up against a hot goaltender in Bennington, where he's just yeah, and he's stopping uh, pucks look, that he shouldn't be Benning- stopping. Bennington made like a a couple of really, really, really like elite saves, great saves. For the most part, though. You go through that highlight reel, it's a lot of pucks that he's just swallowing up. They hit him right in the chest. Yeah. True. That's and it's true. like it's like look, like good positioning, that's what goaltending is. It's good he played very, very, very well. Uh the abs made his life a, a touch easier than it probably needed to be. Yeah. I mean there were some some insane saves. Like I'm not I'm sure. really tr- not trying to diminish the night Bennington had. <laughs> he's the only reason that this game was not eight to one. You know, it was very Mike Smith against Calgary f- yeah. two years ago. You know, like, this is the only re- – it's, it's a 4-1 to one final, and you're like, ah. This could it, have been 8-1. Yeah. It felt like 2-1 to one because it was such a grind for a while. Yeah. But, oh, jeez. I mean, they really they, – they made his life a little easier than it just needed to be a lot of times. The, the top line, what happened? They scored two goals. What happens on both of those goals? They quit with the cute shit. Yep. They get to work. They find a guy that's open. They put the puck on net. They take they take his eyes away. It's a great tip. Great. Done. It's yeah. a great shot from McKinnon. It's a great tip from Landeskog. Like it This is this is how this is how you win in the postseason. Your best guys they drive the bus. It's why losing David Perron was so big for yeah. the Blues. They have almost no bus drivers over there. I would, the big difference in the third period was that Nathan McKinnon woke up. Like I, you guys saying you don't think he looks healthy? Watching him at morning skate this morning, he was fine. He was flying around, and I thought he had moments tonight where he was flying around. But we also have to keep in mind he missed four of the last five games. There's he's played one game in two weeks. Yeah. yeah. So. I, Third period, he seemed like he woke up and he was moving just fine. There's just some things like, you know, when he goes into the corner, you see a lot of juke moves where he's, like, moving guys out of the way and then he always comes out of the corner. Tonight, it just at the beginning of the game, it definitely didn't look like it was there. Yeah. The, I mean, there was a lot of coasting from him in the first two for, periods. So, for me, but. the funny thing is is that people always are like, he's hurt. Like, somebody tonight was like... There's no way Rantanen's not playing hurt. And it's like the default. I, I don't know about that for Rantanen. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, this is what I'm saying, though. It's like the thing that you lean on. You get X number of games into the season. Like, you're not going to do it in game eight because the season just started. And you're like, that guy's not hurt. He's fine. But after 56 games, you know, and the stretch that they had and blah, it's like the default thing that people will whine about. Like, oh, this guy's hurt. Like, I think I think with McKinnon, the, the third period, just, look, he was rusty. Yeah, it I, took him. It took him a minute to knock I, I, knock off the rust, but that dude went into. I don't know what the numbers finished at. Me either. But that dude went into the third period, getting rocked by O'Reilly, and halfway through the third period, had come all the way back. 
It was I like head to head against O'Reilly. It was like three shots for and twelve against. In the thing is, in general, I agree with your take, but with McKinnon, you have evidence <laughs> that they actively sat him because he was not healthy three or four days ago. So I think there's a case with McKinnon might not be 100%. With that being said, he had three points tonight. So who cares? <laughs> yeah, who cares? Yeah, I said I went on the Beth show this afternoon and was like, oh, just low key, watch out for a slow start for McKinnon. In the first two periods, I was like, oh, my God, I'm a genius. <laughs> Kyrou scored. Robert Thomas. Like, oh, Devon Taves has looked amazing. This is a great goaltending battle. Nathan McKinnon's off to a slow start. And then he goes off. Now I'm back to being a moron. <laughs> AJ got to ruin my show today, so now I get to ruin you. Ah. I'm, I'm handing the controls back. Right. Order has been restored. All right, chat. Get in line. We'll take no guff now. Uh... Finishing things up with the actual in-game content. Nathan McKinnon with the empty netter at the end. Should have been Landy's. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was all him. He made the play. Yeah, no it was all, it was it, all him. That he just, like, skated out and picked it up and then, like, slammed the thing home. It was like, jeez, fellow. <laughs> he, uh, he lifted it and everything into the top yeah, half of the was, net. That was not a, I'm just going to, this is just going to. <laughs> ease this into the net. He was like, mm -mm. "I love it." Well, and you want to like, you want to know like what's up with that, right? Like, <laughs> mentally, emotionally, is I that mean, a, is it, that a? This is a finishing touch on an epic ass kicking we're about to lay on you guys. It's, it's Nathan McKinnon, right? Last season, he scored an empty netter from the red line that he went bar down on. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, he was shooting for that, though. Like, that was a thing that happens. Yeah, I like, mean, he was shooting for that. He skated this thing all the way in <laughs> and then fired a missile and was like, for me, I was kind of like, ah, I think, I, I, I feel like he's sending a message here <laughs> that, like, this is just getting started. Yeah. yeah. That this oh. this this level of shit kicking. I think in his mind he was like that was the first period of the series. <laughs> and after the O'Reilly comments, I'm sure, you know, like that's something that's talked about in the locker rooms. I mean, it was it was interesting cuz when Devon Taves kind of asked about it, he goes he was like, "Oh, yeah, we had no idea. He was like, we don't... <laughs> I don't think about you at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was straight up and like... that. That's bullshit. Right it was there. very much <laughs> like, oh, we didn't, you know... We're worried about what we're doing over yeah, here. We yeah. don't have any time for that. And it's the first time that I actually think that... This, this Avs team is just... We've said it all year that they are abnormally focused on what they're doing. Yeah. Like, they're, they are a team that has one thing that they think about and it's like okay win just find a way to win do what you got to do shift to shift whatever not playing well getting your ass kicked whatever just find a way to win and i i don't i would not be surprised if they either did not hear the comments before somebody mentioned them and then you know after he left he was probably like apparently o'reilly's talking shit and they were all like having a good laugh about it right like Insert all the Michael Jordan uh, memes here. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that's like posted are, up there. Are you telling me that the Colorado Avalanche are T-Pain? Sure. Because all they do is win? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just checking. 
I thought I was the old guy on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Um, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. I'm over oh, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, a few things. Yeah. Someone said we all look like we're from Portland, and I kind of take that as an insult. None of us wow. are from Portland. We Imagine. all look like we're from Portland. Yeah. Like, how so? That's kind what of insulting. Um, <laughs> yeah, also. See us in three weeks. And I need we to, yeah, I need to get no, a little bit more explanation is, behind this that. This is day one, fellas. Um, no offense to anyone who lives in Portland or who's oh, actually offense. from Portland. Oh, offense. Offense um, men. Yeah. Okay, and then Josh said, Evan, as a super chat, can we get a sneak peek at Graves Grade? It's probably going to be pretty middle of the road. A lot of good and a lot of bad. Yeah, now just give us Nemex Just go grade. B, yeah. B, C, D, I can he, he's a great actor because he was arguing his case on both penalties that were pretty clear penalties to me. <laughs> the, the delay game, so the angle that we sit on the delay game, I was like, it happened and I was like, that is such a bad delay game. And they're like beating about it. And I'm like, you're kidding me. We had that same reaction too. We're like, I'm pretty sure no one was around him and he just shot yeah. it out. And he's like, uh, uh. He was like, there was a guy within three feet of me. He could have hit it with it. He clearly went off of his dick. You think I would have done that? No way I would have done that. Uh, and the the tripping, I could see where he was frustrated because he was very obviously going for the puck. Sure. Yeah. And then on the replay, you see the part where he well, kicks out his I mean, foot and like smokes me, him. And you're like, meanwhile, Bro. in the neutral zone, Brandon saw it eat shit, loses the puck, and trips the guy with his entire body. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, but... I mean, uh, Braden Shen need yeah, Nico Rams. neon. Tyson Joe slew foot a man behind the net tonight, <laughs> and like it was like a video game slew foot. Yeah, he like kicked out with the foot and like pulled him down and like took the puck and carried on. And I was like, they're cool with this. Like, okay, no whistle, no penalty. Yeah, and, and like he didn't. There was no reaction from him. It wasn't like he slowed up expecting a penalty. He just very like on the sly was like slew foot that guy took the puck. <laughs> All right, we're good, boys. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Chat. The the only thing I know about the Portland area is the Everett yeah. Tweakers YouTube. To be honest, <laughs> um, I went to Portland and everyone was really mean. So wow. that's why I took it insulting. It is a nice city. It was fun when I went, but. Everyone was really con like no, passive, by the way, I love Portland. passive aggressive and nice. mean, yeah. and I was like, "Whoa!" And What's then going on here? Why are we talking about Portland? Obviously, the Nuggets played the Trailblazers. There, true, <laughs> you have to hate Portland because and of that. Yeah, Nuggets. You learned a little bit. Ready. Yeah, oh, and now they're going to play them again. So. Yeah. like, like let's. All I can think about is that picture that Spano tweeted, <laughs> and that's that's just like my forever image of Portland is is the dude like. Caressing his girlfriend at the end of that game. Someone said I'm backpedaling. I'm not. But when I went to Portland, people were mean, and so then they said Dude, we I look like people from I Portland. I can't I'm wait for mean. our second city for this company to be Portland. Now. <laughs> Somebody in there said Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine is that's way different. Different way Portland. Nice. I yeah. played junior hockey there. That was that place is nice. Right on the beach. Oh yeah, let's go there. <laughs> All right. So um, somebody good. just moved from Portland, Maine to Texas. That's got to be like, culture shock. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it was. I was like, girl, you are in for a treat. So Jason here wants to know what you guys thought of Sam Bennett hit. He got the game he deserved, at yeah, least. We, we, we talked about this a little bit this morning. I guess this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. It, that was 10 hours ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was well earned. Um, Brett here said, as an app I don't know how I just found out about you guys today. Well, well welcome. Wow. Welcome to the f channel, the fam. We out here. 
Yeah. Uh, do we have any super chats? Do we want that? We need to get to. I don't know. I haven't been following. Um, we had Victor say all goals scored on the same net. Saw sad. It was on the absolute opposite the side of the Victor. Ice Victor got his time in the sun from the other producer. <laughs> oh I think. right, yeah. when he made it full screen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a super super chat. Yes, I think we've hit all of the super all right. chats. That's good. Right good news. Um, Tori Krug is bad. <laughs> like he looks really bad out there. How much? How long? How long is that contract? Dude, I'm sorry, but Tory Krug got bullied by Tyson Jost, <laughs> like in a in a post whistle scrum, and like I've been a big Tyson Jost fan for a long time. It's not really what he does. Oh, so if you're gonna be the guy that gets bullied by the guy who doesn't bully people. But <laughs> I thought that all the years in Boston would have trained him to be made him like, a little tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and instead it was very he, he very much like shrank in that yeah. confrontation where I was like Tyson Jost looks like the oh big man God. here. For the the data the, the Spano tweet is up. Oh, um, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> the, Those the, two look like they're from Portland. The my first game pin is just <laughs> yeah oh. yeah. <laughs> what a oh. what a Portland thing to do to yeah. give that out too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it won't like, let me show it. You know, you know those are written for children. Denied. Right? Like Weird. screenshot it. Get the other producer back in here. <laughs> 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 Special wow. teams unit lessing, letting us down tonight. Wait, is wow, that, I like that it's just like a Twitter. dark screen with a is crown. Is that crown on it right actually now? like near where my junk is? All right, <laughs> no. it's not. thank God, thank God, it's no. not. I no. made absolutely no, Bernie, sure Bernie's that there. it was good. I'm glad that Bernie, it's not. Bernie's hiding it. <laughs> Unless the other producer moved it, my reign would be short and disappointing. Let me tell you. The thing with Krug is like not <laughs> okay. just the bullying, but like he looks really slow. Yeah, and at his size, you can't be. Small and slow. Well, and you have to you you either have to be really really smart, really dynamic with the puck. Like it's how Will Butcher had his fifteen minutes no, of fame. It's not zoomed in. And Tori, I mean Tori Krug is really he's had a really down year what? with the Blues this entire what? season. Yeah. Was it you, Evan, or was it Blaze that at some point in the first or second period Krug like tries to walk along the blue line and then just go. Tory Krug is not Kale McCarr. <laughs> yeah, me, yeah. yeah, he did the shuffle and then he tried to pass it back in Belmar, which was like, I got this. <laughs> Dude, I really liked Belmar. He was I solid. Thought, yeah. I thought he was really He's fine, good. Yeah. I thought that um, on oh, that line, I thought Newhook was really the only guy that didn't do much of anything. Dude, I thought Newhook was I thought, fine. I, had, I thought he stood I out had a little no, bit. I had no issues with his game. Yeah. He barely played. And so it's like... What are you gonna do in six minutes? Or I don't, I don't know. I mean, he used you know, the tools that whatever, he had, whatever, right? Whatever he like, had, nice time. There was not a lot of it though, and he, he did didn't. not. He he was just he was just okay. I I would like to see him. I understand situationally, sure. As as it like they just failed to build the lead and and add to anything. I get I get them being careful about his ice time, but it, honestly, you have options in that spot and playing new hook six minutes or or i honestly i don't you're know not getting value played, there yeah yeah sure. it just does not feel like you're gonna get a whole lot out of that uh and i'm not i'm not gonna say that he and kadri need to swap spots 
but I think that the <laughs> I think that the leash on Kadri has to I be mean, much much. You didn't shorter. get a great game out of Kadri. Honestly, you didn't get a great game out of Donskoy either on the no. second line. Burkowski uh, was fine. I like Donskoy. I did. I thought not, I thought Donskoy was really. I thought he was really good in the neutral zone, transporting pucks. And I, he was, I thought that that was. A, I think that that's a thing that he does really well. I, but I thought he that, was terrible in the offensive zone. I thought he was super soft on pucks. And I, didn't, I didn't think that entire line was areas. any good in the offensive and zone. And that's fair. But I did not. I like Donskoy. I think Donskoy's got like a, a like a skill set. And sure. and I I like him when he's going through the neutral zone carrying pucks. He's a he's a big part of why that line is able to get zone entries and also. I, how long into the game did they make that switch? Sod with Donskoy. Yeah. Because it felt like it happened immediately. I like, mean, they got, like, one shift with Sod next yeah, to Kadri and Burakovsky. It was, it was and they were much. like, no, 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 let's switch this up. <laughs> and immediately that Jost line took off. Yeah, and for Sod was great on that oh, line. Oh, yeah. That, well, that line like, kicked ass, save for the one breakaway that they gave up. How'd you guys feel about Jost tonight? He was awesome. Yeah, I thought he played a great game. Uh, he just didn't show awesome. up. Did everything but yeah. score, basically. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He and was Nichushkin all over too. the place. And, and I mean, Saad got robbed. Yeah. Tyson Jones had multiple uh, multiple scoring chances. Bars closing. So. Do you hand those? All right. Let me oh, sign something yeah, live I on air here. Stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> um, AJ. Yeah. Forward overall tonight, and who was the best overall? Uh, well, Landeskog was the best. Um, Did we do a king of the game? By worst, the way? worst. I would. I mean, I would say it's it's Kadri. The worst. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people in the chat were agreeing. But I, I, I just don't. I, I don't think that that loyalty to Kadri can continue deep into the postseason. I mean, you can continue to play him, but not on a second yeah, line. Yeah, right? well, I yeah. mean, like, if you just need to read his game. Like, he's gotten the veteran leash. The problem is, is you were, you, in the regular season, you were fine letting him work through his issues. He started to figure it out at the end. You started to feel good. Hey, this is trending in the right direction. If he immediately reverts to the way that he had played for the last, the majority of the last 25 games or so, you have a problem. Yep. And you have to recognize, like, Bedner's going to have to shorten up that leash and he's going to have to be like, okay, we either have to put somebody else on that line, you know, to try and find a spark, throw a Jost up there, throw a Comfer up there, throw a new hook up there. They've got a couple of different options that they can pick from to try and, and either light a fire under Kadri's ass or just find some some chemistry here. And I, I think that with, with Kadri, they just can't continue to give him the, the, the veteran benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You're you're in the postseason now. You're fifteen wins from the cup. Like you're this is this is it. This is go time. The kinks are they needed to be worked out. You you have to you have to be able to recognize in game and this is a thing that Bedner does pretty well as a coach. He sees which guys are going and rewards them and changes things up based on that. He's gonna have to do that with Kadri. He's given him the benefit of the doubt. I, I, I'm not saying bench him. I'm not saying drop him on, uh, drop his line right away. But Just, if he comes out and has a rough it, first period, I, I like you the, have to do something. The same way you play a hot hand, you avoid the cold hand, yeah, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you just, 
you have to kind of play to your personnel at some on some level there. Because yeah. tonight, Jost was essentially their 2C. Yeah. That, that line was dangerous. That line was defensively responsible. It was physical. It did everything that you wanted to see except score. So, I, you know, and, and you can't let a guy drag the talents of a Donskoy or a Burakovsky down with him if he's struggling. And so I think, I just think that you, they will at some point have to try something different if it continues. I like the idea of dropping him down. Like you said, I don't think you bench him. You, you know, he's a good player. He's, he's struggling right yeah. now. Right. So like drop him down, give somebody that's performing above where they should be performing a chance to be on that, that second line. Yeah. And let Kadri fill that a little bit. I mean, I think that's something like if you're competitive, you're going to go out there and you're going to earn your the, spot back. The yeah. magic of hockey is you you put Jost on the second period or second line for a period. If it's a shit show, you just change it back. Yeah. It's not hard. Yeah, you don't even like, need a whole period. Sometimes you know. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you get three shifts into something and you're like, oh, bud, <laughs> this is not working. So, and this is this is the postseason. You don't have time to yeah, dick around with yeah. this stuff. DD here asking, what are Kadri's issues? Is he just off, or is it injury, or is it age? Or I mean, tonight it was puck management. Yeah. It, it, I mean, the, the the holding and the trying to sell the call, I think that whole conversation is debatable. There are some people that said, oh, that's a clear penalty. To me, I thought it would have been a really soft call. It, I think by the letter of the law, it would have been fine, but I... I mean, I, for, I forget, thought it was pretty soft. Forget the penalty no call and just look at his game as a whole. Yeah, and it's and, not a good night. And I no the 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 puck management seemed like it just got worse. Yeah, like that one the, the the one sequence where there's nobody around him. He's not under any pressure, and he pulls the puck out of the blue line, out of the offensive zone, and forces the offside because he just he just fumbles it. <laughs> and it was just like, bro, there's nobody around you. And you just walked out of the zone <laughs> while you guys like had numbers and were set up and like this is supposed to be dangerous. The the four on two, four on three rush that he led, that thing stood out to me because I was like, he needs to do something here. He needs to fake something, he needs to draw somebody in. And he didn't do anything. He skated in a straight line and then he got he started to slow down as he started to run out of real estate. Everybody like paired off and like there's sort of a shooting lane there and like okay he shoots yeah it's not it gets blocked it's not a great shot yeah. it's not a high scoring chance not like nothing just nothing happened there he's he's in his own head right now like that that's the total issue right now is like now he's trying to make things happen he's forcing things trying to make them happen when they're not there right and that's yeah. That's not we, a good place to be as a player. A super chat from Sasha here. Do we give Kadri a few more games in this series t or no? And uh, do the Avs use this series to adjust? I can barely read this yeah, for the I rest can. of the playoffs. If we Get Ryan back in here. <laughs> uh, Ryan, so, can you enlarge this comment? Full screen this for there us. You go. That's way better. So, do you give Kadri a few more games in this Blues series, or do the Avs use this series to adjust for the rest of the playoffs? Basically. I mean, the fight, what do you, I think Kadri had the best shot share numbers on the team tonight, which is interesting. Which is which is a testament to what I was saying earlier. I thought his <laughs> line mates played well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my problem with that line is I, I don't like Berkey on the left wing. I like him on the right wing, and 
That's kind I, of the way things are. Dude, I thought are. Berkey was fine tonight. Like, I thought he was fine. No. I just like him more on the other yeah. side. Yeah. I, well, I think it forces creativity yeah. out of him. And when that happens, you see just a different player. Yeah. I didn't have as much of a problem with that rush in the first period as you did because Kadri just kind of like took what they gave him. They just kept backing off, wow. and he had yeah. a good chance. And we looked at the replay. It looked like Bennington got his glove on it. So I didn't mind him in the first period. It's just as the game wore on, he seemed to get a little bit worse. And yeah. it's always been the puck management. Like he just tries to do too much. Like the yeah. the toe drag when you're at – Near the out near the offensive blue line, you yeah, just you can't be doing this stuff. You have to be smart and like seeing Burakovsky in in game fifty six there, you know when he gets hacked at the top of the yeah. at the top of the zone and gives up a break. You just have to play smarter with yeah. the puck. Yeah, when you're when you're near your blue line, mistakes are just going to be more punishing. They turn into problems faster, and that's exactly what happened. And I just don't. I I the, there was a lot of. Uh, there was a lot of execution that I thought was his real problem. And it, it wasn't that I thought he was making a ton of poor decisions. Just, he just wasn't playing well. And so I think, I think that's the, those are different problems for me. If he's making a lot of really poor decisions and I'm getting frustrated by that, I think there's a, a much deeper root of that problem than a guy that's just like having an off night. Yeah. Sure. So and I. Kadri's Kadri's a streaky player. This yeah. one has been a very big <laughs> yeah. lull in that streak. Like, you want to see him return to what he was doing last year during the playoffs as well. Like he, you know, he <laughs> yeah. was on fire last year. Yeah, love to see him I, return to that form. Don't brew too much coffee, Paul. We're we're wrapping up here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I would just say honestly, I would just say that. Uh, yeah, you roll with him on the second line in game two, and then. Again, if you get a period into it and it's not going well, you try something else. I really don't want to mess with that Joe Stachushkin sod thing. That thing works really nicely. Yeah. Yep. And if boy, if you can if you can convince Brandon Sod that he's a really good third liner, get him for cheap. <laughs> are, are we trying this Portland thing again? No, I'm trying to show something else. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know how to... Only person You can almost see that MTV awards. <laughs> I, I want to see what this O'Reilly quote is. I would like to see it as well, but there you go. You can almost kind of. Why is it so zoomed oh, oh. in? I don't know how to zoom out of this. <laughs> zoom out on the Twitter. Yeah. So, oh, look at no. that so slow. Uh, so, just for the record, Lou Korak is full of shit. Okay, there we go. Now I have to. Oh, zoom I can't in see it. It's oh tiny. There was one faint Let's Go Blues right <laughs> after the national anthem. It got immediately drowned out, and they never tried again. <laughs> All right, here's a quote O'Reilly and trying to slow down McKinnon line. It was very tough. They played very well, came at us with a lot of speed, and it was difficult to generate anything and get momentum. Yeah, they played well. I think they were by far the better team tonight. Well, it's good to know that Ryan O'Reilly was awake during the game. <laughs> That's real captain material. <laughs> Is that what the C was for? Is that the C on his chest? One, Did it stand for conscious? conscious? Yeah. <laughs> One captain, a Gordie Howe hat trick plus an assist. Yeah. The other captain, zero points minus three. <laughs> the other captain couldn't get the puck past the center line <laughs> in the final five minutes of the game. Yeah. That's I, why I think the Avs uh, read into what he was talking about earlier. All right. What did McKinnon say? I think they asked him, but he's like, well, I think we're going to win, too. I think we can beat them, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
what is what is Ryan O'Reilly supposed to say? Like, oh, they're the better team. We're just gonna lay down and die. Like, I mean, of course he he's gonna go in there. Look, and say you we're can win. you can say that it was the it was the look. They're a really good team and blah 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 blah. He could have gone in there and just been like, like the very hockey answer would have been, yeah, oh, you know, they the they're a great team and we have a lot of respect for them and we're gonna they bring have our some best. really yada, yada, they have yada, some really yada, skilled yada. players and we're gonna. We're going to give him our best shot, and hopefully that'll be good enough at the end of the day. And he was instead, he was like, we think it's a great challenge. We're going to go in there and beat them. And then they got their ass kicked <laughs> in game one. They immediately followed up to his big boy comments by shrinking from the moment. I, which I'm going to give some more Sean Avery so type comments. I want to give everyone a chance to change their predictions real quick. I think AJ and I picked in five. I forget what Evan picked. Six. Six. You picked six, so... Uh, abs in three at this point. <laughs> I mean, Bennington's playing way too well for that. Can he keep that up? Well, I mean, yeah. if you're Look, a goaltender and you play like that and the, you lose, the the abs the abs are not putting fifty shots on goal. Yeah, sure. I mean, if the abs, if the abs have an off night. not having a nine thirty nine with fifty shots on goal again either, though. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see which one of those things breaks first. Yeah, because oh. that'll be. Look, if they if they snap Bennington in half in the first period of game two, they could very well be on their way to to sweeps territory. Yeah. But I I think you're gonna get you're you're gonna get a much stronger game the, two out of the blues. I mean they had their chances tonight. I, I, I'm still I'm holding with my four two. I'm not gonna change because it doesn't yeah. matter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> doesn't some, matter some, anyway. Some doesn't matter what I say. Dr. Dubs doesn't Still care about losses. With the dubs, yep. It's true. All right. Final thoughts. Game one, rest of the series, whatever. Evan, you got anything? Um, we didn't even talk about Grooby. I thought he was super chill. Like, yeah. You knew he was on didn't his Didn't have game. to work too hard tonight. There was a shot in the f- first period, I think, where they came down a rush, and he just, like, stood up, caught it. Yeah. When he's chill Go like to his that. right. When he's chill like that, you know he's fine. Gave up a couple of rebounds more than I would yeah. have loved, but didn't haunt him in any way, so whatever. I'm looking for Jost to explode in the second game. I was hoping Nachushkin would score because he talked to us today. That's like, <laughs> well, and did you see how chatty he was to the Blues? <laughs> he was talking nonstop to them. I love it. They're like, Val Nachushkin will be speaking through an interpreter, and then you ask him a question, and he just like starts talking English. It's like, what? He's been ghosting us for two years. <laughs> that's a sweet move, by the way. P.S. That is a v- that's such a Russian mm-hmm. player thing to do. Kamenev tried. It I mean, I'd do it too. A long oh. time. <laughs> Kamenev, Kamenev thought it was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> I would have a conversation at his locker in English, no issues. And I'd be like, okay, can we go on the record? And he would go, I don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> or he would go, bad English. And he would smile. And I was like... Come on, bro. Go back to Milwaukee. Uh, <laughs> went back to Russia now, didn't he? I don't yeah. Know. In any case, Avs are up one nothing in the series. Life is good, fam. Next game, Wednesday nights. You know we'll be live post-game. Same place. Same time? No. No, no later. Even later. <laughs> good job. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, the game four announcement? Yeah, yeah, yeah in the yeah. three afternoon. PM. Yeah, I'm on. Yep. <laughs> so you can catch us then. You can catch us tomorrow at 1 p.m. Our usual off day time. Oh God, what are we talking about? Yeah, I don't know. 
talk about how dope Tampa, Florida is. But yeah, there were other games too. Oh, Car- do you see Carolina's? They, I think they're oh. full capacity. <laughs> yeah, they, their place was packed. It dude. was. Get him, Landy. Get him, Landy. Anyway, Allie wants us to end the show. I think so. Get him, Landy. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's twelve thirty. It's late. Oh, it is. It's you late. You guys have been going for an hour and fifteen minutes. Get him, Landy. That's oh, about right. You, yeah. you. There's a fight They're again. replaying right there. the Landy fight. That's right where he got his nose broke. He's just force feeding him his manhood. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him at the very end. He's like hanging on. Yeah. <laughs> Landy, like please, Landy, could stop. Landy could have given him one more while he was on the ice, but he's not Tom Wilson, so he's <laughs> not Bertuzzo. You know, who does yeah. that? Uh, yeah, anyway, thank you everyone for watching tonight. We appreciate all of you, everyone who came to the bar. If you have the chance, come out for a playoff game. It's dope out here. Yep. I, I can't recommend it enough. But we are done. Love you all. <laughs> Hope to catch you Tuesday at 1 p.m. Until then, we'll see you next time.